The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Atlantic Files, the number one podcast in the number one division in the NBA, brought to you by the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. As always, joined by your host, myself, Alex Fishbein, and any of you watching already saw, I got Dennis Big Sexy Clausen with me. What's going on, Dennis? Boo. (laughs) Oh, man. How you been? How's everything going? Terrible. How are you? I feel that. I feel that. Why? What's going on? <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Ah, you know, work stuff. That's mainly that's mainly all it is. <laughs> I hate how you know how like if you are good at your job, the more shit you got to do. Yeah. I, like, why? Why do the people who are good at it have to do more? Why? Why is that a thing? That's what you get for overachieving. Yeah, I guess so. See, if you do just enough. You know what a trick that works, too, is that you get people to think like you have a disability or something. So and then if you have like like a manager, somebody just doesn't want to deal with it. They just don't mm-hmm. give you that work. So the ones who are like capable, like actually have to pick up the slack. That's a good point. I have not tried that. I mean, I haven't tried that. I've heard of people who've done it, <laughs> but you know. I mean, I might have to at some point. <laughs> just well, a, least, like if, a day here and there. I just gotta, you know. Well, now that they know you're not like mentally challenged, they're not. They're not gonna buy <laughs> it. That's a good point. But I do have Crohn's disease, so I can always be like, you know, just uh, not feeling it today. Well, you can always think of something. Everybody's got something they can use. That's true. And it seems like they they have more stuff these days that you can just make up. Also true. I mean, to be fair, I feel like if you had... For anybody that has had a disability or whatever, that like, you know, that might not be a... In the range of disabilities, not like a major one. Everybody has at least used it once for something they just wanted to do. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. But it's like these kids now, these days, they, oh, Johnny's not behaving. He must have adult defiance disorder. It's like, come on. That is that a thing? That's like a thing. Like, uh, uh, authority, your, your, your wife would know more than I would, but I don't know the exact name, but that's like an actual thing, like defiance disorder. So basically the kid's an asshole. You strap a a, a, a medical diagnosis on it and it justifies the kid being an asshole. <laughs> wow, I wish there was that kind of stuff when I was a kid just to be like, oh, he's, he's not terrible. He just has this uh, random disorder that we made up. They would have saved me a bunch of ass beatings, I could tell you that. Same. <laughs> I got to save me a good too, like I'm very like I'm I'm battling a cold, a non-covid illness. I've been battling it since last week. It sucks. 
and I can't breathe. So if I sound extra nasally, which is not uncommon for me, this is why. <laughs> we did have you listed as uh, questionable to return after the last episode. So No, I was probable. Okay. Okay. Upgraded to probable. Yeah. It was one <laughs> of those bullshit ones where I was just on the injury report just to be there. Right, right. Like the whole... The whole Miami, Miami Heat roster. Heat, yeah, correct. <laughs> Which literally, I think at this point, everybody's listed on there. I think so, too. I was looking at it the other day, and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is everybody on the team. I think the only person I didn't see on there was Tyler Hero. Well, <laughs> give it give it a couple days. True, true. He'll be he'll be. I think they backwards. even still have uh, Udonis Haslam on there from last season. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I did see they just, uh, didn't they just offer him a front office position? Yeah, he's like a VP of development, whatever that means. Love to see it. Love to see it. I mean, I'm sure, like, they had to keep him around at some point. Tyler says, is this the Dennis flu game? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm not that tough. If we had a flu game, it's because the Nets just won the championship and Dennis just happened to be sick at the same time. Yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> you know, Michael was probably out the night before gambling and, you know, looking for chicks to bang and all that stuff. I literally have done nothing I, and I'm just still hobbled. <laughs> Trust me, when I'm sick, even if it's the cold, I am like, my ass is on the couch and I'm not moving. Yeah. It's like, don't bother me. <laughs> Exactly. I was like, just the only thing I want to hear is the TV, and that's right. Right. (laughs) But let's move in, move on to something that we can finally just say this is the last time we're talking about it. I I I said this, I said this last week, and I'm already we're already talking about it again. It's bullshit. James Hart. Now Uh let me bring up a clip. Got a clip here. That he had his introductory press conference for the Clippers, and he talked about how he apparently was on a leash in Philadelphia. And I'll let him explain what that means. Um, I don't think when I'm in a leash, I'm not been just shooting the basketball every time. I'm in like I'm a I'm a like I think the game, and I'm a creator on the court. You know what I mean? So if I got a, a, a voice to where I can. Hey coach, I see this. You know what you think about this? Then it's like, oh, okay. Like somebody that trusts me, that believes in me, that understands me, that I'm just not a, you know, I'm not a system player. I am a system. You know what I mean? So, um, somebody that that can have that dialogue with me and understand and, and, and move forward and figure out and make adjustments on the fly throughout the course of games. That's all I really care about. You know, I mean? it's not about me scoring a basketball, scoring 30, 34 points. I've done it already. So um, that's what I meant by that. He's on a leash. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was waiting for the uh, the crybaby noise again. <laughs> no, I'm doing this entire segment with dog sounds on it. <laughs> I can go get the real ones. <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> um, 
I can't even take it seriously. I know. I, okay. Um, but I will get into it after after you talk about it because this. What is do you just want ridiculous. me to get into? I'm just going to yell about it. I mean, I'm going to do the same thing. You already know what's going to happen. I'm going to do the same thing, so I'm going to let you go first. Now I can't even yell because I now I feel like it's forced. <laughs> is he the stupidest guy I've ever met in my entire life? Well, I haven't met him, but the stupidest guy I've ever seen. You know how I know I can't stand James Harden anymore? How? It's when I actually like root for LeBron to to be the better Los Angeles team. <laughs> I found myself saying that the other day. I go, and we did this last year or something. I can't remember, but I go, God, I'm doing it again. I want LeBron to actually like save the day because <laughs> this Clippers team has to be stopped. Yes, like they're a bunch of evil villains, minus Russell Westbrook, my my man's. Who right. I, I I hate that he's on that team, but to be surrounded by those buffoons. That entire t- well, let's go down the list of people on the. And I'm just doing this from memory. So we got Amir Coffee, he's okay. Yep. Terrence Mann is the most overrated. Uh, you know, he's about to break out, guy. But everybody's been saying that for three years. Yep. Mason Plumley just got carried off the floor, and we were talking about that a couple weeks ago. You go, oh, they got Mason Plumley, and I laughed at you. Well, this is why I laughed at you. Avicii Zubats, like, okay. P.J. Tucker. I I do like P.J. Tucker, but he's just, he doesn't add anything anymore. I, I don't know what he does anymore. And he's going to be the backup center now. <laughs> well, these days anybody could be a backup center. After True. you see what's going on at Brooklyn, I mean, they'll throw anybody at center at this point. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, but the, but it, but it all boils down to Kawhi and Paul George have never really been my favorite guys, just because they're softer than butter, you know, right. and not like regular butter that you get out of the the like fridge. The melted butter, yeah, like the the one you put on the corn on a cob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's how soft they are. Movie theater butter. Yeah, worse than that. <laughs> And at least I like movie theater butter. True. I mean, who, that shit but, is like crack. Oh, my God. <laughs> but James Harden has to be the biggest idiot in the NBA. And that's a hard thing to do. But when, but when you are at the top of the list for the biggest idiot in the NBA, there's a problem. He might even be dumber than Kyrie Irving. And that's hard to do. No, I I, I I may take that back. I got to think about that a little bit, but they're both stupid. I tell you that <laughs> right now. So if you go back to the days of Brooklyn when you saw James Harden mm-hmm. talking about, like, you kind of felt bad for him. Like, you're like, oh, he's on his team with KD who's not keeping his boy Kyrie in check. And James Harden, the guy, just he's playing on one leg. He wants to win. So you kind of felt bad for him. So I, I could see him wanting to get out of Philly, right? Right. So now he goes to Philly, makes it, what, a year and a half? Pretty much. And then is just a complete idiot again. <clears throat> so, and, and then for him to 
to go into a press conference and say, I was on a leash. Uh, not, not really, my man. For one, you were considered like the number two option in Philly. Who was really like one B? Yeah, one B. Who was keeping you on a leash? Joel Embiid? You mean the MVP? Right. <laughs> Did somebody tell you to shoot like shit? Like, was that keeping you on the leash? Or play was, defense like shit? Was somebody tell, telling you to miss a month with a, a foot ailment, whatever the hell that was? Did anybody put you on a leash when they told you to drive to the basket and try to get, uh, uh, instead of finishing at the rim, just try to get foul calls? Did anybody, were you on a leash then? You are an idiot. He's an idiot. Not you, but him. He's an idiot. He's the biggest moron. And he's up there. I I don't even think I want to yell at this point because I just, I'm not surprised. And the only thing I could keep saying, and I don't know if I said it already, but he's an idiot. (laughs) Needed it one more time for good measure. Yeah, I've never seen anything like like him, Kyrie, KD, like all those guys got mental problems. Yeah, I mean, I like there was a stat that I heard or yeah, I heard it on a podcast that Joel, not Joel Embiid, James Harden had the ball in his hands for the second most amount of time in the entire league last season. Somebody must be robbing a bank. Probably. Hear that? (laughs) Yeah. No? Okay. (laughs) It's James Harden robbing the bank because he's not worth it. He ain't ain't getting paid after this season, (laughs) I'll tell you that. Exactly. Um, But he had the ball the second most in the entire league. In the entire league, not just and and like number one on the list isn't Joel Embiid. I'm pretty sure was number Luka? one is Luka Doncic. Yeah. If you have the ball as much as Luka, you're not on a fucking leash. Exactly, because literally, I don't even remember a time on the that Luka was on the floor that he didn't touch the ball on a possession. Well, they need to start counting when he doesn't have the ball. Right. Which. If that's the only guy that touched the ball more than you, how does that constitute a leash at all? And then you ain't no leash. And then he talked about, oh well, I need to like be able to talk to my coach and say like, hey, this is what I see, and and I need that trust and everything. And it's like, well, all Doc Rivers wanted to do was run a two man game with you and Joel Embiid. So like, what exactly were you presenting to Doc Rivers that he wasn't allowing you to do? I don't understand. Was he telling what kind of porn to watch? Maybe. Maybe that's why he started liking all those things on Twitter. Mm. (laughs) And then, and Tyler asked a question here. Tyler, we'll get to your question in a second. But it's just, to me, it's mind-blowing that he said all of that as well as in the playoffs – especially like in the beginning of that Celtics series when Joel Embiid got hurt and he was the main guy and he had one good game and then the re- two good games in the whole series, but the rest were all just god-awful. It's like, so what kind of leash were you on when Joel Embiid wasn't on the floor? So it's like I, there is no way to distort it where i can then see like oh yeah he was held back 
because they gave him every opportunity to do what he wants. And then he went on to say, I don't need to score 30 a night. I've already done that. But the whole rumor and the whole thing that was leaked to Houston and to the media about Houston was the fact that he wanted to go down there to win another scoring title. But that wasn't... And, and like, it was easily known to be Harden's camp that leaked this. Camp. I'm just going to exactly. camp. <laughs> Camp. I'm bringing I'm bringing out all the buzzwords, <laughs> but I hate that. It's like who's in this camp? Why are we camping? Hey, camping. Me too. Camping sucks. Now these NBA players aren't the only NBA player. I bet you that fucking camps is like Kelly Olynyk. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> that's the only guy I see that that's probably camping. <laughs> but. Uh, okay, all right. I, here's the thing. All right, I, you haven't even heard Joel Embiid say anything, unless I missed something. You would know better. So he did have like a little, um, a little quote. They, I think it was just a little like quick post game press conference. They asked him about the leash comment, and Joel said, "I don't understand how he was on a leash. We gave him the ball all the time." And like we made sure he led possessions all the time. Okay, so that's interesting to me. And I'll tell you why that's interesting, okay? Because uh, you didn't really hear Joel Embiid say anything. Like, right. I heard Maxie say something the other day. Where I, t- I texted you, you were on a blackout um, market, so you didn't see it, but I told you about it. But um, the fact that like if a star a star like Joel Embiid, right, he can say anything and get away with it. Mm-hmm. He's not going to face any repercussions. So he can literally say, "Daryl Morey, go fuck yourself." Nick Nurse, go fuck yourself. Like everybody, your mom's like any whatever he wants to say, he could say it. Right. And it, and it, the fact that he didn't say anything, and the only thing that now that you're telling me was was a negative on James Harden for one. It leads me to believe that the Maury thing might not have even happened altogether. Like, uh, I wonder what kind of the relationship they like, like Harden and Embiid had toward the end. But I, but the way the Sixers are playing now, I mean, yeah, I, I would rather have that start. Maxie's playing fantastic. Yeah, he is. Tobias Harris is even playing better than he did last season. He's been great. And Kelly Oubre, what a pickup for him. And the fact that they got like Batum and Covington and all like that might work. And Batum I, I, came in, played his first game with the Sixers on Monday night, hits four threes right away. So, I mean, Batum obviously has some life left in him. The, the Clippers had us convinced that. He was old and wasn't doing anything, but apparently that's not the case. I mean, yeah, he's talking about retiring and all this stuff, but whatever. You know right. what I mean? And it, but um, and just real quick, like the the guys they got in return are throughout their careers have been very good role players, and they know how to play a role. 
it's not like a young unproven player that they're getting other than like KJ Martin. Like he's a little unproven, but again, he's kind of lower on the totem pole, but he's proven to a level to where he had some good games in Houston. True. True. He is. He's proven his talent, but the, these other guys like Covington and Morris and Batum, they know how to play a role and they will play a role. And they're not going to say, Oh, I deserve to be outside of my role, which is exactly what the Sixers needed. Well, I, I, how many times have I told you my, my favorite Sixers team was the one with like Bellinelli and Saric and. Oh yeah. And Ilyasova. Like, I, like that was my favorite. Was it Sar- Saric was on there? Uh, he was, no, he was traded at that point. All right. So but... I'm thinking Ilyasova, same guy. Yeah. European a, big guy. White, white guy who <laughs> shoot was big. <laughs> So that's like my favorite Sixers team with like when they had that going on. I, to me, I thought that was their best Sixers. So it kind of like resembles that a little bit. And I'm actually right. like, I didn't hate the Sixers last year because I started to come around on Joel Embiid because he stopped getting hurt every day. Mm-hmm. And which was a big reason why he won the MVP because he wasn't, you know, well, let me take the night off. Let me, and you know he wasn't hurt all those games, but now he's actually like invested into into performing. He looks like the you can make the case he's he's still the best player in the league. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody right now who's better than he is. Even I Jokic, you like Jokic is good, but Jokic doesn't. He to me, Jokic doesn't. To, he looks a little. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but to me, Embiid looks like the best player in the NBA. Embiid has been dominant on both sides of the floor so far this season. His defense, I think, took a little bit of a dip last year because I think he was reserving like a lot of his energy for the offensive end. Because I noticed tired. last, yeah, and I noticed last year he just didn't like he didn't go up to try and contest dunks as often. He didn't dive for balls as often as he used to. I mean, why would so, everybody like, scared to? Because they don't want to get these bullshit fouls, whatever they're calling these days. Exactly. But already this year, he's been doing all of that. And he's been, you can tell this year too, he has like a different energy to him. He's like excited to play basketball again. And on top of that, his passing ability has improved tenfold this year compared to the last few years. He's putting up like six, seven assists a game. Well, I, I I'm I'm having fun watching the, the the Sixers. I haven't watched as many games, but they've been on national TV, and you know that so like I actually don't hate the Sixers anymore. <laughs> I I I think I tweeted this like a couple days ago, but I was like. Watching the Sixers is genuinely fun now because I don't have to sit there and watch James Harden dribble the air out of the ball until there's five seconds on the shot clock and then he decides to do something stupid or get blocked at the rim and not get a foul. And I don't have to watch Doc Rivers continuously put the same thing out there and expect different results all the time. But that's the whole thing about Harden, though. Guys like that just suck the life right out of you. Fans. Yeah. They suck the life out of you. I dealt with it as a as a Nets fan, I, but I dealt with that threefold with Moron one and Moron two, and then I threw Harden, which was my 
I kind of felt bad for him, like I said, but now I don't feel bad for him. But now that the Nets, they don't have they don't have any of that garbage, and we're just talking about you know Cam Thomas and Royce O'Neal. I'd rather hear about Royce O'Neal, Dorian Finney-Smith, Dennis Smith. Like I'd rather hear about all these guys. Yeah, the Nets aren't winning a title. We know that, but at least right. it's entertaining. I, you, you, you're focusing on just guys working hard, playing defense. Even Ben Simmons has been. It's been a lot better this year. It's been a lot better. I mean, yeah, he only scores two points a game, but at least he gets like 10 boards and nine assists and a steal, so you can't ask for much more than that. Right. Exactly. And it's just, it's nice to see a team give a shit, and it's nice to see a team work together and actually look like a basketball team rather than just one or two guys going out there and just doing whatever they want to do or hold the ball forever. Because even, like, just a big thing with Joel Embiid, too, and, and the fact that James Harden's not there, the Sixers have actually been either holding leads or extending leads with Joel Embiid on the bench, and that's because of coaching. Like, Nick Nurse has the team working so well as a unit that when Joel Embiid's on the bench, they act they don't just stagnate and not know what the fuck to do on the court. They have guys out there still hitting shots. They have they're running a lot of different plays. They're running a lot of different sets when Joel Embiid's on the bench, and it helps Joel Embiid get more rest. He hasn't had to play a fourth quarter in three games. Well, you know what? When guys know their role, that's important. Exactly. Even and the Warriors, like. As much as I am not never been like a huge Chris Paul guy, but the fact that he's like sacrificing to come off the bench or start or whatever they want him to do, mm-hmm. it's actually made the Warriors better. True. Very true. Harden just doesn't realize that his time is over. I know. His ego will not let him think that it, it won't let him just let it go and embrace a new role. And he's going to find out quickly that that it's going to sink him more than it is help him out. And Tyler asked here a little bit ago, when did it all go wrong for Harden? It all went wrong once he demanded the trade out of Houston. I think that's when it started to all go downhill. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think that he, he was, his spirits were high when he got to Brooklyn, but I think, once the, I think COVID killed, COVID killed two things, the Trump presidency and Harden as a, uh, as a legit ball player, because once he went into Brooklyn, like he was, he looked like happy to be there. And, but then as soon as all the COVID stuff started and, and Kyrie wasn't playing and stuff like that, I think it just messed with him to the point where he just went into asshole mode. I can see that too. I just think the reason I think it started once he forced his way out of Houston is because to me, it presented him with the option of, Oh, if I don't like it, I can just force my way out. Well, that's what everybody does. I mean, yes, everybody does it now, but nobody has done it as often as he has. But I, I I still, you know, Maury got way less than he could have gotten for it. But on the flip side, at least you're on a bunch of expiring contracts and there's a bunch of cap space for next season. So good for, good for you. Yeah, I'm very excited to see 
how he flips the assets. If he puts that into another trade, the rumors are like OG and Anobi or Zach Levine, um, or even DeMar DeRozan. I mean, I mean come on. I mean, how, how I mean, I'm I'm OG? not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of any one of those guys, but I'm just curious to see what he ends up doing with it. Um, I will say that I was listening to the rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast and they had Daryl Morey on the podcast and he talked about it, which actually going back to what you said a little bit earlier, it made me feel as though um, the whole thing with Morey promising an extension and it, and it not happening. I, I further don't believe that's true because he talked about how he wanted to get this deal done to get James Harden to, to the Clippers like he didn't just say I wanted to get a deal done. He's like, I wanted it to be right for the team, but I wanted to do it for him to get there. And I was like, after all that, calling him a liar and everything, to still say like, yeah, I just wanted to get him there. But I me, see that I don't believe. No, I don't believe that because he only did it because that was what was more appealing. You bet your ass that if he had a better deal, Harden's ass would have been going there i mean probably but he even said like other teams did call him early on in the process of of the whole trade issues and he just said that once they realized like james harden is dead set on the clippers that's when teams started dropping off but yeah, there was but there was another guy on. who said the same thing True. And now he's freezing his ass off. <laughs> so we can actually we're going to move on from James Harden. We can actually get move on to him. And I didn't even mean to segue. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Damian Lillard and the Bucks. Honestly, I don't really care to watch them. I, I like I I don't have like we just talked about how the Sixers are fun to watch. I think there's a bunch of other teams that are fun to watch now. I honestly I even have some fun watching the Detroit Pistons. But I, I mean, don't come on, have... how could you not? Right. All-Star Thompson is fucking electric first off. And you got Kate Cunningham, Jalen Duren, Marcus Sasser has been playing well, like all those Jaden guys. Jaden Ivey who's about to get traded. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Cuz he can't play defense. He's Speaking the new of non-covid DeAndre illnesses. <laughs> yeah. He's the new DeAndre Ayton. Yes. Monty always has to have someone in the doghouse. Yep, that's him. Always got to be one. Um, But yeah, I don't have fun watching the Bucs. And when when the Sixers played the Bucs in the very first game of both of their seasons, I felt like the Sixers didn't really play that well. And they still only lost by one. And that was after Damian Lillard dropped nearly 40 points. Which is concerning to me. Well, here's the deal. All right. I like how I said that. Like I was being like so authoritative. <laughs> so, yeah. So the, the, they don't have anybody. All right. Chris Middleton's out tonight, which is no surprise. He's nope. resting. Big deal. Whatever. Yeah, Giannis. Then you have Dame. But then other than that, you, you're starting uh, Crowder. You know, you got Conifton. Bobby Portis hasn't been playing that well. Brooke Lopez is, is, is okay. 
like like Bochamp hasn't taken the the that next step really to where people and then I watched his video the other day on on Thanasis Antetokounmpo and all his like he's horrible. Yeah, he he hasn't contributed contributed like nearly anything to the Bucks. Like if his brother wasn't on the team, he wouldn't even he would be not I don't even know if he could make the G League team right about now. His other brother, I think, is on the G League team. Well oh. <laughs> I mean it was bad, but it was funny. I was laughing, but he's just he's god awful. And Robin Lopez, I made that joke the other day. I said Robin looks like Brooke on crack. Especially the haircut. Like, I don't know what's going on with that. Like, if Brooke Lopez were on crack, that's what he would look like. Robin. Oh, yeah. Because he's all fucked up. He's got the weird hair. Literally, he was, what was he doing the other day? We were, I was watching, he was laying on the sideline. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even think he played at that point. He, I, That's like his thing. He always lays on the sideline. He doesn't really sit on the bench. I don't, I don't know why. He's getting comfortable because he's like, if I'm gonna, if I'm not gonna play, I'm at least gonna be comfortable. That's a good point. My uh, thing, my thing with the Bucks though is, like they they go out and get campaign, but for some reason he's only playing 14 minutes a night. Yeah, he only averaged you know 16 points and in seven assists as a starter in Phoenix, but you know whatever. And in the 14 minutes a night, he is putting up 5.7 points and one assist a game. He's shooting 56% from the floor, 57% from three. But we're not going to give him him any more minutes. Like Malik Beasley is starting and playing 26 minutes a night. He's another one I forgot. When you're when one of your like go to guys is Malik Beasley, we need to take a step back and reevaluate things. Malik Beasley could barely even get playing time on the Lakers last season. The fucking Timberwolves. Or the Timberwolves. That's bad. Like if you couldn't get playing time like on the Lakers last year when they had no regular season? Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> like and you're telling me you can't give campaign some of those minutes? That just doesn't make any sense to me at all. I mean, when Chris Nunn plays more than you do. Wait, did I say Chris Nunn? Chris Nunn? Yeah. Fucking, you mean Kendrick uh, Nunn? Yes, thank you. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> Chris Nunn, Kendrick Nunn, same, same. guy. but when Kendrick Nunn is like better than you are who's Kendrick Nunn's got awful right the only guy I've ever seen miss a a season and or a season season and a half because of a bone bruise like that's true I forgot about that so yeah I mean Millie Beasley come on Holmes you know what I mean like you ain't that good and and if for anybody to be like sitting there and and saying that the Bucks are going to win a champ for one, you got to have your own fucking crack, because no, uh, the Celtics. To, I, I think the Nets are possibly better than the Bucks are right now, and they ain't they, got no superstars. They lost to Toronto, one thirty to one eleven. Right, Toronto. Who? Wait. Toronto, now I'm not saying Toronto is like 
you know, the worst of the worst or anything. But Toronto got blown out twice by the Sixers. And they lost to the Trailblazers by eight. And on top of that, they also lost to the Bulls. But they beat the Bucks by 19? Yeah, they're garbage. Like, I, and I know, like, don't get me wrong, I know it's just regular season, but the four games that Milwaukee has won, one of them is by double digits, which was over Miami, and I think that was when Miami's whole team was hurt. What the else is no? They're always hurt. True. They beat the Knicks by five with Julius Randle shooting like 15%. They just barely beat Brooklyn the other night. And they beat the Sixers by one in the very first game. Other than that, they lost to Atlanta by 17 and and Toronto by 19. And on top of that, their offense ranks dead last in field goal attempts per game and 25th in field goals per game. Also, 28th and 29th in two-point attempts and and makes per game. And they're either second to last or third to last in offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds, which then goes to total rebounds, and assists. And their defense as a whole is ranked either 25th or worse in most of their categories. What's well, weird when you lose guys like Javon Carter and, and uh, Drew Holiday, how that happened. Even though Drew Holiday's not like the, the, the answer to everything. True. But Drew's having a great time down there in Boston. Oh, who, who wouldn't be? <laughs> Drew filled in very nicely for Marcus Smart and them in Boston, and now Boston only has one loss on the season, playing against the Sixers right now for the top of the Atlantic and the top of the East. And uh, yeah, I mean, you remember how? So remember how last year though I had my they ain't that good. Yeah, yeah. This is my new they ain't that good. Last Milwaukee. year was Miami, Milwaukee's they ain't that good because they ain't that good. They're not. And I, my, my favorite thing, too, is a ton of people always talked about how, like, oh, you know, superstars that are so good on offense, their defense doesn't need to be that good because their offense is that good. Damian Lillard's defense has been horrendous. Well, didn't they say the same shit in Brooklyn? But the yes. problem is, like, there's more than just defense. Like, you can't turn the ball over. Like, there's more than just, like... Good defense versus good. There's other little things in there that you have to consider too. Right. Um, Agree. Yeah. The Bucks suck. I am not convinced that they're going to do anything because it's only a matter of time too before Giannis gets hurt or Lillard gets hurt or Middleton gets hurt or Lopez gets hurt. And then who? Then what? If Brooke right. Lopez gets hurt, who are you throwing in there? And crack, we talked about boy? this. <laughs> crack boy. And we talked about this before the season started, but the team ain't getting any younger. So the moment anyone starts getting hurt, it's going to take this team longer to to get healthy. Because so out of the top guys getting minutes on this team, Lillard, 33 years old. Giannis is 29. 
he's technically one of the youngest ones. But he's like a 39, 29-year-old. Right, because he gets beat up all the time, and he's just huge. So He's, he's already got osteoarthritis in his both knees, and you know he's <laughs> fucking beat up. Exactly. Brooke Lopez, 35. Jay Crowder, 33. Connaughton, 31. Bobby Portis, 28. But again, an older 28. <laughs> Chris Middleton, 32. Robin Lopez, 35. Thanasis, 31. Did you know Thanasis is 31 years old? No. I thought Thanasis was like 25, but he just sucks. He's 35. Or 32. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Really no difference. <laughs> like, the the youngest guys getting minutes are Giannis at 29, Malik Beasley at 27, Bobby Portis at 28, and then Marjan Bochamp at 23. But, I mean, Lord help he's us. getting very little playing time. Lord help us. So. They suck. If they don't do and it honestly, this year, I don't think they're not doing Griffin it next knows year. what he's doing. I don't think so either. And that's the thing. Adrian Griffin's calling card coming in as a head coach was defense. The defense is terrible. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I don't get those. You got all these assistant coaches who were good coaches mm-hmm. that that are still assistant coaches. Yep. Um, Kenny Atkinson. Um, who the? Uh, yeah, Dave Yeager. I would thank you. I was like, who? Let me. Yeah, you got all these guys. Literally, Sam Cassell, Fizdale, Fizdale. That's another. Like one. you got all these guys who who are good coaches, and yet you go with this guy. The guy, and and and, and no knock at you, but the guy looks like he's like he just wants to go. Like he just looks like sloppy and just. He's like sweating, and I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I sweat. So, but he just looks like he's not like. I feel like he's just weighing over his head. I would even give Brett Brown a second chance. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, he got the Sixers to the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> I almost said you could dig up Larry Brown, but he's not dead yet. No. Isn't he still coaching college? Probably. I don't know if he's fully retired yet or not. He is 83 years old. That's your man's right there. Yeah. Oh, he's currently an assistant coach for the University of Memphis. Yeah, who's coaching Memphis again? I think it's Penny Hardaway. Yeah. Shows you how much I follow college. (laughs) <laughs> College is garbage. I, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I I have zero I, interest. I can only watch Pitt because I went there and I went to all the games, but I can't really get into college. And people are like, "Oh, but there's these game winning buzzer beaters and everything." And I'm like, "College games are close games, and the comebacks are huge because they're not good enough." Yeah, they ain't good. Yeah. Like you I would see rather the back in the NBA because the NBA has has such good of teams and players that they don't give up leads like that. I would rather dig up Chuck Daly and have him be the coach. <laughs> you know what? Bring back Stan Van Gundy. 
you know what? Uh, don't get me started. You get. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that. Actually, I want to see either Dawn Staley or uh, what's her name that used to be the Spurs assistant? Becky. Becky. I want to see one of them get a chance. Fuck it. I was listening to that. What's that one song? Like Wiz Khalifa. He goes, they call me Becky. Oh. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but I forget. I forget the name of the and song. We the boys. <laughs> Davis says hi. Hi, baby. Because I'm talking about. What's going on, Davis? Becky. <laughs> Becky with the good hair. Yeah. Um. But anyway, let's move on from Dame. Though the Wemby and Chet show. I want to come out and say, uh, do your thing. Go ahead. For, no, no, no. Go for it. Because I thought you were going to. Yeah. Okay. I, I I was wrong about about Wemby. I'll admit it. He's been pretty fucking awesome. I think a part of me wanted him to fail. Just because <laughs> of all the hype? <laughs> I just didn't... I just didn't like it because he had all this attention on him. And mm-hmm. it was bothering me because it was annoying. So I wanted him to fail. It wasn't his. It wasn't him. It was me. Like I thought. I thought if I could hate it, that it would happen. But it. it <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I was the problem. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? <laughs> <laughs> no comment, bruh. <laughs> Dave, I wanted to know if you can get slushies. <laughs> <laughs> Slushies sound good, I'm not gonna lie. Um but <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what I, I will say in my home fantasy league, I have both Chet and Wemby on the same team. Yeah. I've been having a lot of fun. Oh my boy. <laughs> I mean, hey, I was telling you about that Chet though. Yeah, no, Chet has been amazing. Chet Chet won me a little bit of money too. There was the other the other day I bet. Like it was only like a ten dollar bet, but I put it on. Uh, it was like over under one and a half blocks, and that was the game he got like seven. I was like, I mean, "Fuck it, put ten bucks on the over." It helps when you weigh more than one hundred twelve pounds. True. True. And the thing about uh, like Wemby is, and I, I hate saying Wemby, but saying Wembenyama is just horrible. I know. We gotta but, come up with a different nickname. Wemby sucks, but Wembenyama is so hard to say. It's just too much. But anywho, the fucking guy is amazing. Like the shit he's doing at nineteen, I don't like. I don't even remember LeBron doing that stuff. Like, like he seems like he's like. In it, like, there's not like even a growth period here, right? Like, there's some, yeah, a couple things here and there. You see, Pop pull him aside and talk, but other than that, to get the guy's passing, the way he passes, the, the what he did against the Suns, yeah, which was awesome. Just 
he came out of nowhere and then everybody's got out of his way. He just comes in for a dunk. Like, and, and, and kudos to the Spurs, though, because fuck the Suns. True. And, and the way, and the Spurs didn't just beat them once. They beat them twice. So the Spurs were, oh, shit, we just got beat by the Spurs. We got to get Booker back in here. Well, okay, that didn't help there, honeys, because, yeah, you got beat by the Spurs. And the Spurs actually are looking like a playoff team. It's funny because the Spurs can go from beating Phoenix twice to then losing by like they lost by like forty, I think, to the Pacers. Was but it the, the Pacers, Pacers that they went on Monday? I don't know. I couldn't keep track. Mondays is, but, Mondays are too out of control for me. There's a lot of games going. Yeah, it was. Monday. Well, then you got Monday night football. You got wrestling on. True. The Pacers no. beat the Spurs Monday night, one fifty-two to one eleven. <laughs> yeah, they also Devin Vassell wasn't playing though. Oh yeah, uh, they they had a couple people hurt, I believe. Who's Devin Vassell too against the Phoenix? He was big. Vassell has been very fun to watch. And fucking Zach Collins. Yep, he's been great and, too. And, and you know who's the... I... who? Are you gonna say? Because I might say it too. No, go ahead. Because you're gonna say the exact same guy. Were you going to say Keldon Johnson or Trey Jones? No, I was going to say uh, uh, Sochan. Oh, Sochan has been great, too. I love Sochan. But, but the Keldon Johnson was the, the guy that everyone was like, Keldon Johnson's going to take a step back. He has, he's been inefficient. He's been this. He's been that. Keldon Johnson has played pretty damn well so far. I love how we're all excited about the Spurs. I know. <laughs> but, but the, but, but the, the fact that like uh Sochan's been playing the the point, mm-hmm. it's been awesome. Devontae right. Graham, sorry pals, you ain't you ain't playing. No more peeps from him. <laughs> no. Trey Jones has been playing well as the the sixth man too. You know those Jones boys. Yep, they know how to come off the bench. <laughs> and they got your man's there, Charles Bassey. Hell yeah. Bassey's he's good as a backup too. I like hey, him. Pop likes him. Pop yeah. likes him. And then even um TDO's Chetty, yeah. What the fuck? Like, like all of a sudden he's great too. <laughs> I love it. The only guy that needs to like start moving along a little more is Malachi Branham. If he can get oh, a little bit better. Alone. Leave him alone. He's starting to I'm just saying, if he can get a little bit better, that makes the team that much better. Yeah, he's getting there. He'll get there. He'll get there. Davis says she loves Taylor Swift, by the way. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, going back to Chet, though, Chet has been amazing. The Thunder have been amazing. Uh, that same fantasy team that I have, Chet and Wemby, I also have Vassal and Gilgis Alexander. All right, shut the fuck up. Like because I'm like, <laughs> I need that team. It is. <laughs> I'm having a. Am great I in time. that league? No, this is my home league with just like uh, Deanna and a bunch of friends. I got them. Oh, no wonder why you got that team. <laughs> I've I've been getting my friends slowly into fantasy basketball. We've been playing it for the last three years, um, so they've been they've been uh like getting the hang of things. I mean, I didn't get an invite, just saying. I mean, yeah, because yeah, I okay. asked. So 
we had an open spot in the league this year. And mm. I asked them, do you want me to ask one of my co-hosts or do you want to get someone that isn't as into fantasy basketball? So what they say? <laughs> they wanted someone not as into fantasy basketball. So they 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 feared the sexiness. They did. Okay, that's and that's a true story. True. All right. I mean, I don't blame them because you know how I am with fantasy basketball. I ain't fucking no joke here. Oh yeah, I, and that's a and Deanna knows that too. I I, I was talking to her about. It. She was like, I know Dennis is gonna come in and want to win right away. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, does. I take that shit serious. <laughs> like I want to win more in fantasy basketball than fantasy football any day of the week. Oh. 100%. Like I get so fucking rock, my daughter's solid. Just <laughs> playing fantasy basketball. Oh, agree. The moment basketball season starts, I'm like, I, I don't care about fantasy football. I'll just I'll throw the lineups in and then let it go. Yeah, it's weird. Like when when basketball season started, my I stopped caring as much yep. about football. Agreed. I mean, like part the, of it is probably because in a part of it is probably because in a couple leagues I'm doing very badly, but that's beside the point. <laughs> but just it makes no sense. Yeah, like football but, makes no sense. And that you got Noah Brown favorite, caught like nine touchdowns Sunday. It's like who? Right. My favorite thing about fantasy basketball compared to fantasy football is it's a lot less luck. Like that fantasy, is volatile. Exactly. Like if some random no name goes off in a basketball game, it's because the rest of the team was hurt. Right. They're not just throwing that no name in out of nowhere. But you still get you still have an idea who is gonna play better. Right. You know what I mean? Like, say for instance, like tonight with the Hornets, right? Everybody knows LaMelo Ball's gonna it's gonna help his cause but then you got other guys who are going to benefit you got pj washington you got gordon hayward you know what i mean so it's all like that kind of game right it's not Man. like it's not like having travis kelsey on your team but then having fucking rashi rice noah gray and justin watson taking all the catches away rasheed white rice is a real deal though he is i i am glad that i have him on my dynasty team <laughs> But that's besides the point. <laughs> but, but we're, no, we're I, already halfway through the NFL season, which I get kind of sad because I look so I get so pumped up for football. But then when basketball comes, I just like I get so I just pay attention because I love basketball way more yeah. than anything. And I can watch basketball every day, all fucking day. Like, and then that that's the great thing too is. With like league pass and stuff, like okay, I watched two games last night. Let me go back and watch one of those other games that I missed, but I really wanted to see. And I'll just start yeah. watching it like as I'm working at like 10 a.m. <laughs> well, you know me too. Like I'm Mr. West Coast. Yeah, I'm a, my my favorite time is is 10 those West Coast games. I watch so much West Coast. I don't know, for some reason you I, it's just easier like everybody's sleeping and then you could just pay more attention to West Coast games. I agree. You don't have to like, like with the seven o'clock Eastern games, you know, you're just getting done dinner. You're like still uh, putting stuff away and like getting stuff ready for the next day. And people are still moving around. You're still doing stuff. Right. 
So once it hits those 10 o'clock games, it's like everyone's chill. Right. There's nothing going on. And now I can watch the Trailblazers lose by 50 to the Nuggets. Exactly. I'll, like Since I have YouTube TV, I'll just put it on my phone and I'll lay in bed until I fall asleep watching West Coast games. <laughs> See, that's my problem is I don't watch TV. Like I'll sit in my chair and you know I love that. So oh. I'll be literally just sitting there. I go, ah, there's only a quarter left. And then I start my, my dentist logic to where I'm like, well, there's probably like 20 minutes left. What's an extra 20 minutes of sleep going to do? But when you do that four times, yep, it adds up. You're like, oh, shit, it's midnight. Yeah, <laughs> I said that four times already. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so to, to finish things off, we will just touch really quick on the Atlantic Division. The Like I said before, the Celtics and the Sixers, they are playing right now. Current score is 40-39 to 39 Boston in the second quarter. Looks like it's about halfway through the second quarter. Um, they are both first in the Atlantic, and they are first and second in the entire Eastern Conference. Uh, after them... Then we get all the way down to the Knicks, who are three and four, and they are tied with the Raptors and the Nets. They're all three and four. They're sitting at the eight, nine, ten spots in the East. Excuse me, right now. Uh, the East as a whole, it goes Celtics, Sixers, Bucks, Hawks, Pacers, Magic, Cavaliers, Knicks, Raptors, Nets for the playoff and play in spots. Are we talking about that magic, though? Damn right. I've been trying to tell people that the magic are on the up and up. But right I think the, the Knicks, I think the Knicks are going to figure it out here in a little I bit. I think they will, too. I don't think Julius Randle's going to keep shooting 15% from the floor. Yeah, but people are already down on Julius Randle, and I always defended him. I'm like, come on, my man. You're not helping my cause here. It's true. You know I love Julius Randle. <laughs> I know. But even like Brunson has hit a couple rough stretches already. And um, Josh Hart has looked like okay in a couple games and then pretty bad in a couple games. So like there's still plenty of time to figure some things out. They, I, But it's like what is David Chenzo doing? That's also true. He had one good game so far and that's it. And my, the other thing too for me is... I so I have quickly on a couple f- different fantasy teams, and the one I think it was Monday night. I go to look at like just look at my teams and see how everyone's doing, and I'm like, wait, quickly has zero points and it's halfway through the second quarter. I'm like, what's happening here? Why is he not in the game? I'm like, did he did they like downgrade him to out and I just wasn't aware? And I like click on his name. It's like, no, he's healthy. He's playing. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So then I look at the box score. Not a single bench player has gotten in the game. And we're halfway through the second quarter. I was like, Tibbs. I thought we were done with this bullshit. That's classic Tibbs though right there. Exactly. I was like, what is happening? And it's not like the Knicks were winning. They They weren't like doing well with the starters out there that long. So I was like, why are we continuing to just leave them out there and just suffer? I'm so confused. 
<laughs> well, they, they, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what he's got against quickly, but yeah, I don't either. They, I mean, pay the guy. They didn't pay him. He was, he's been improving every season, and especially even if you don't want to start him, he is a very good sixth man. It's going to be that uh, sign and trade, the uh, for Donovan Mitchell next year. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I feel like that's coming. Yeah, and they'll probably try stupid thing to to happen. (laughs) They'll probably try and get rid of Fournier along with it. (laughs) Oh well, the the Knicks have picks, so I mean, the Knicks they got picks, they got Fournier, they can do quickly, they can you know. God knows you RJ. Throw RJ Barrett will finally get traded for Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> if not the first time, they'll try to get right. the second. We're gonna try it again. <laughs> but remember that uh, asshole though was like he, he was like bragging that he got the like that extension. Yep. And we're like, honey, you only got it's like Tyler Hero did the same shit. It's like, honey. You only got paid because they had to. Right. Because if they could trade your ass. (laughs) I mean, Tobias Harris, at least he's got a, 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 had a good career. He deserves fucking money. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, Tobias Harris got a max because they had to pay him the max or else he's walking for free. (laughs) Right. But you know what? There's worse guys you can have. Oh, for sure. I'd rather have Tobias Harris than R.J. Barrett. Yeah. Nah, I mean. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Sixers look good. Celtics look look really good. Um, and my man's Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas has looked that's Mike's man. Really mates. fucking good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure, he, he shoots good. forty times a game, but whatever. <laughs> I actually just uh, I just wrote about him in the Dynasty Risers and Fallers, and I was like. I was like, don't expect his field goal percentage to remain close to 50% when he when he's averaging 23 field goal attempts a game. Oh yeah, he 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 doesn't offer anything but just scoring. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine though because it kind of works because when you got Ben Simmons, Bridges, Dorian Finney-Smith, Royce O'Neal, Nico Claxton, like that's a good defensive team. Right, you don't, you don't. If 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 Cam Thomas doing all the scoring, and those guys are playing defense. Fuck it, roll with it. And even Ben Simmons finding Cam Thomas for open passes and things like that, like he can set him up. Like Simmons, especially on the fast break, is always going to get a good five, six assists from like the fast break alone. So yeah, you don't look depressed anymore. No, I will. Like I will say. I, I like I said it before. I never wish mental issues on anybody, so I do. I am happy that Ben Simmons is not like mentally losing it. Yeah, mental. He, he's really upset. <laughs> he was boning that weather girl in London or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. So, but yeah, the Raptors. I'm just waiting for them to just have a fire sale already. They need to. Trade everybody but Scotty Barnes. Apparently, they're very what I read, of course, which who the fuck knows if it's true, but apparently, they like that the OG Scotty Barnes tandem. 
Yeah. And you and I are both big Siakam guys, and he's been terrible so far. This yeah, year. he's he's got to go. He's been rough. But he, and I, I think mean, he, he I think if you move man. him, Pirtle will be a little bit better because then the the log jam in the paint's not there. I'd be like, just give me ten points and ten rebounds, Pirtle, and then and that's that's all I want for and 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 two blocks, and we're good. Right, right. Give Grady Dick a little bit more playing time. I mean, tell him his possibly. mom to call me. True. They could Pretty probably Dick's mom. Remember her? Holy shit! What? I'm. I remember. Was was she the mom that just like had her tits just like out? Well, a lot of <laughs> there, them did, but I was gonna say there was like two or three moms that I was just like, that's an interesting choice of. Uh... You know what? Next week though, I think we're gonna have big sexies, uh, hot draft moms segment. <laughs> Because I got a lot of women I got to talk about here. Are you bringing a slideshow? <laughs> well, I'll give it to you. You could do it. And then you can put okay. it up on the thing. <laughs> I'll have a laser pointer. I'll be like, here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but can you pull up Grady Dick's mom? Yeah. Hold on. Uh... Name's Carmen Dick. <laughs> hey, when she got married, she got a little dick. <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Um, this is not the one I was thinking of, but her. Maybe it wasn't Grady Dick's mom. You know what though? I still have no problem with that. I mean, she's not she's not ugly. Who is the mom wearing the 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 red dress or tits were all hanging out and stuff? That's the one I was thinking of, but I don't remember whose mom that was. Hold on, I'm gonna do hot um NBA moms draft. I'm gonna Google this, see what this comes up. Oh, the, this one. Uh, oh, Christian Braun's mom. Christian Braun. Right now. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, bringing her up. <laughs> that one. Ay, ay, ay. All these pictures are so blurry because people just took pictures of the. <laughs> what of a the bunch broadcast. of perverts! Who's that? Who is that? Dyson Daniels' mom. Right here. Yeah. Yes. Oh, let me see her. Oh yeah. That's an awesome last name. Her last name was Cool K O O L. That is a cool last name. <laughs> but honestly, looking at who she's married to, I got nothing to offer her. <laughs> know what I mean? I feel you. That's absolutely like, um, nothing. That's like looking at uh, Blake Griffin's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you pull them up too while we're at it? The Griffins? Yeah. <laughs> 
I love our shows turned into just mobs. <laughs> that I mean, come on. Why can't I scroll up? What's happening here? I don't know, but I think everybody gets the idea. <laughs> That's uh, such an yeah. odd pairing. I know. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be race, racial or racist or whatever, but come on. No, I I am genuinely curious about their like origin story, how oh they how they met. <laughs> like when she's walking around with like with because he, he's like six eight, right? He's got to be. He so looks he's like you see her walking around with like a big black dude, and somebody's at the store. Ma'am, are you okay? <laughs> Is he holding you against your will? She's like, that's my husband. <laughs> Especially when they were in Oklahoma. I bet you she oh, got that <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> the people in rural Oklahoma are like, ma'am, is he following you? <laughs> ma'am, y'all got one of them following you? You okay? <laughs> oh, God. He's the only, he's the only black guy in Oklahoma City. <laughs> Everyone in Oklahoma are like, oh, he must be on the Thunder. <laughs> yeah, but he's like really nice though, from what I remember. No, I, 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 remember I mean, that, great that, that's a him. surprise. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> well, no, everybody would be like Dennis. Why wouldn't he? Exactly. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. You know, you know what I meant. Yes. It's like, why is Dennis so surprised that the black, like Blake Griffin's dad, was a nice guy? It has nothing to do with any. Before you go there, it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> People are like, well, now that he's saying it, <laughs> right? Is he a nice guy? Uh. Anyway, after but all his, of his that, his parents look like a just a nice couple, though. Now they do. I mean, hey, they had. Blake Griffin, who ended up having an NBA, a great NBA career. His brother was in the NBA for like a season. What do you mean they had? Got... He's coming back, damn it. I mean, no, he had so far. <laughs> Christian so... Brown's mom, what up? <laughs> oh, uh, God. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's it here for us after that. Uh, Dennis's hot NBA mom section. <laughs> oh, don't worry, we're ranking them next week. Oh God, we're gonna imagine if we rankings. did that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do the hot mom's power ranking. Oh God, that's amazing. Anyone who watches on YouTube, stay tuned for that. <laughs> yes, but that is it for us this week. If you're watching YouTube, please drop a like below, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. It lets you know when we go live. We also go live on Twitch and Facebook at the Atlantic files on both of those. So if you ever want to watch on those, we're live there too. I also, don't even know how to use Twitch. No idea. It's, it's all what the kids are doing. <laughs> Actually, if you're a kid, started... you probably shouldn't be watching this show anyway. So <laughs> yeah, go to bed. Little pins and asses. I was I just started dabbling in TikTok, but I got so fucking overwhelmed because I was watching TikTok, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm like, yeah, because I've been watching like the reels, and I don't mm -hmm. know which one they're on, but uh, I started watching these cop videos 
on YouTube. Uh. Or not YouTube, on TikTok. So they go, click here for part two. So the next thing I know, I click here for part two, and then 12 videos come up. So then I go, where's part two? Oh, yeah. The whole part one, part two stuff is the worst. But I, I haven't figured that out. If you're watching cop videos, so my father-in-law, retired cop. Thank you. He he uh, showed me, there's like a YouTube series of this uh, like police. I think he, I forget if he's a sergeant or whatever he is. It's called Fridays with Frank. And it's a lot of like traffic stops and stuff. And it's videos of like his encounters with all these people that he stops for like traffic violations. Oh, is that that guy out in the desert? Yeah, 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 yeah. that guy. <laughs> some, of the, some of the funniest shit ever. There was one episode where multiple people that he pulled over, they're like, they're like, oh, yeah, my license is suspended. But like, I was going to go get it. Like, uh, I was on my way to go get it done right now. And then he goes back to the car. He comes back. He's like, well, good news. Your license actually isn't suspended. It's perfectly fine. And and I'm just like, how would you not know your license isn't suspended? The bad news is you have a warrant at a Jasper County, so get out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. And then he goes, the the bad news is you were still going 90 and a 30. Right. So so you're still under arrest. (laughs) Yeah, it's still reckless driving. Please. And this one guy was like, I was taking my wife to the ER. Like she got hurt. And he goes, is it the cut on her forehead? He's like, yeah. He's like, he literally said, that's the size of a dime. I think she'll be okay. Right. <laughs> no, but I'm talking the uh, ones where I'm watching people get shot. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not watching them. I ain't watching no traffic stops. I want to see somebody get blown away. So, <laughs> but the but the, the, the point is, though, it's like I'm watching it, and then all of a sudden you, the cop's like, put the gun down, and then it pauses. It's going to go, go to part two. So I try to go to part two. I can't fucking find it. So can we fix this? TikTok people. Thank you. Please. Hate that trend. Uh, we're on TikTok too, by the way. I've been doing, I've been posting <laughs> random videos. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've never seen them because I don't know how to use TikTok. Thank you. Well, we're also on TikTok at the Atlantic Bots. <laughs> anyway, that's it for us. Thank you guys for listening and watching to another episode of the Atlantic Files, number one podcast on number one division in the NBA, brought to you by the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. Catch you guys next week. Peace. Blake Griffin, shout out.